0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to church. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord with you this morning. We have a very special guest here with us this morning. Let's welcome Pastor Larry Myers. Pastor Larry, we're truly honored to have you here with us this morning, and we appreciate you making the trip over here to be with us. He's going to be preaching this morning. I can't wait to hear the word that he has in store. For those of you who may not know who Pastor Larry is, he's a missionary uh, to Mexico, and he has built countless churches across the country of Mexico. And as Eagle Heights, we've been able to play a small part in that. We've built nine or ten churches alongside him, and I got to go on a church built back in june and it was such a humbling and blessed experience as i went and connected with the body of christ in a whole different part of the world serve the body in a whole different part of the world and that's been on pastor larry's heart for well over 40 years as his heart is to go and share the gospel and be the hands and the the feet of jesus amen And that's what we're going to sing about this morning. Our second song is going to be called Driven by Love. And I believe that is Pastor Larry's heart. Because of his love for those people, he wants to go share the gospel and minister to them and share the hope and salvation of Jesus. Amen. But first, we're going to sing My Savior Lives. And in the song, it says every day a brand new chance to say, to tell somebody that my Savior lives. Let's sing and worship this morning.
1: Thank you, Father, for the gift of salvation. Thank you, Lord, that you are alive. Jesus rose from the grave. And Father, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to be missionaries, God. Even if we're not called to a foreign country, Lord, we are called to preach the gospel. Lord, we're called to speak the truth to our friends, our family, our neighbors. Lord, help us to be a light in this dark world. God, help us to be a light in this generation. Lord, help us to love those who are around us. God, help us to minister to those Go. Anywhere you need a storm driven by
2: The Lord praise today. He is so good to all of us. So good to see you in the house of the Lord today. Welcome. I just want to say, first of all, thank you, Eagle Heights Church, for pastor from Pastor Kevin and I for our pastor appreciation gift. We have never been more surprised in all of our lives or so thankful and humbled by your blessings and generosity. We started out small. The staff and the praise team were going to get together and just bless us with a little trip. They had heard that I wanted to go right outside of Mobile to Fairhope, Alabama to do some consignment shopping. And they got together and it ended up going through all the small groups as they heard. And I know everyone didn't hear about it, but we were just a Amazed when we saw what you had done to bless us. We're gonna get a lot further than Fair Hope with that. And we are so thankful. What thank you, thank you, thank you. We know we don't deserve it, and we know that it's more, it's not even about necessarily the gift, although we so appreciate it. But when we saw the pages and pages of names of the people who had given, we were humbled to tears and just said, Lord, thank you for our body that loves us and supports us. So from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you so, so much. We invite all all of you who are age 50 and older, our senior adults, to stay for our luncheon right after church. We'll be going to the building behind me for uh, to the gym right afterwards for a catfish dinner, and we are so looking forward to being able to share a meal and a fellowship with you. But we are so excited. The reason we're here today is to hear a word from the Lord, and we believe that Pastor Larry has a word from the Lord today and we're excited to hear what the Lord is going to speak through him. He is just such a blessing to our church and to our body. We just are so, so thankful for him and his precious wife. Today our missions offering focus is going to be for Mexico Ministries, a love offering for Mexico Ministries as Josh shared with you. He has just been there for years and years and years building and planting churches and so this offering today will be used as churches are planted in mexico as pastors are trained in mexico as health clinics are established and ran in mexico wherever most needed we're gonna say this is what we want this offering to go to and you know a lot of times they go into large cities and build large churches but most of the time it's just rural communities where people are gathering under a tree or a cardboard shack and pastor larry as the lord lays on his heart with teams of churches goes in and builds a building and i'm so thankful that eagle heights he said this morning has had a part in 10 of those buildings and i'm thankful to the lord for you and your generosity and for being able to bless the people of Mexico. So ushers, you come forward at this time. Our morning missions offer will be for Mexico Ministries. Let's stand, bring our offering in faith this morning. Welcome one another as you come.
3: Good morning, everyone. The Lord is good. Amen. The blessing of the Lord be upon all of you. Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied to each and every one of you. Let me just reiterate what Pastor Lisa said, and I'll just say it like this. You will never know how much you blessed Pastor Lisa and I this past week. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I mean that with everything that I am. So God bless you. We serve an amazing God, and we have been entrusted with serving an amazing people of God. And so we are so thankful for each and every one of you. We are also thankful to have Brother Larry Myers with us today. And Brother Larry, everything that you've done over there in Mexico, I know you don't want to receive any honor, any glory. I understand that we as a people though as we hear the story as we've over the years watched how god has used you in a powerful way in mexico we all love and appreciate and respect everything that you've done and who you are as a person beyond that for every single man that's ever went and served alongside brother larry you have impacted their life in a way you will never understand And for me as a pastor, that's more than anything. Every man that's ever served alongside of you has come back a changed individual. And we give God all the glory for that. And we are so blessed to have you in our presence today. So if you would give honor where honor is due, would you stand to your feet and welcome Brother Larry Myers. Married 65 years and in ministry 60. Amen. God bless you, Pastor.
4: Thank you. A pleasure. You may be seated. It's a pleasure to be here. Get that thing out of the way. I'm not near the age you think I am. I'm about 20 years older than you think I am. You are an amazing Church. I mean, I've been preaching 60 some years, more than you've been in the world, most of you. But I've never seen a group of people like this church right here. Amazing. Amazing. I thank you. I'm going to be preaching a message that I've never heard. So, it's not, I didn't, did not get it out of a minister's handbook or anything. It came from God. Amen. It's amazing when you walk with God. The more you walk, the more you understand God. And so I look back, and if I had a big, huge pencil, I would have loved to erase all the notes of the sermons that I preached for so many years because i really didn't know what i was saying (laughs) you grow in the lord you know the lord you walk with your lord you become like moses moses said uh, god said for some of you i'll speak to you in dreams and visions moses i'm going to speak to him face to face I will learn to walk with God face to face. Thank you, Eagle Heights. You are in, I, I told the pastor sitting right there, I don't want your offering. I want your love. I want your love. I want your. I want your friendship. I want your companionship in Mexico. That's more important than any financial gift. But I'm going to still preach. And so, it's good to have my son, Ken, here with me. Poor little guy, a little skinny, but he's he's trying his best. (laughs) I'm amazed at your children, Pastor. How disciplined and kind. And no complaint about anything in Mexico. Not one time. I appreciate your your mission director, although it's hard for me to understand that guy. I mean I speak a little Spanish, I speak a little English. I don't know what he speaks. My friend met him on an airport plane going to Mexico. And when he got to Mexico he said, I didn't understand a word that guy said. So when my friend goes around now and he says, Brother Larry works in three countries. Works in the country of Mexico, the country uh, uh, of the United States, and the the country of Louisiana. Three (laughs) different countries. But I wish the rest of the world was just like you. Appreciate you, love you. As I said, I'm going to be preaching to myself today. One verse of scripture in the book of Exodus. I want you to pay attention to what the word says, please. What the Bible says, pay attention. And it'll be in chapter 3 and verse 10. But before I read that, I'll also read a couple of uh, verses prior to this. The children of Israel have been in Mexico, and uh, in, in, I wish they were in Mexico, <laughs> in Egypt, in Egypt for over 400 years, over 400 years, and the Lord said. I in verse 7 I have seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters. I am aware of their sufferings. let me stop right there. God is just saying, yesterday, today. And forever. If God was aware of their suffering, he knows everything about you and the things that you're going through with right here in Tickfall. You understand that. He loves you as much as he loves the Israelites. He said in verse 9, Behold, the cry of the sons of Israel have come up before me. Furthermore, I have seen their oppression. He hears you. He sees you. He feels you. He knows what you're going through. Don't think you're alone. He promised never to leave you, never to forsake you, but to be with you till the end of the world. So understand that. I'm going to be preaching along these lines but it applies to you right here in Tikvah. The text will be, therefore, come now. He's speaking to Moses. And I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. That is the call of God. That's God sending And that's the purpose of God. The message that I'm going to be preaching to you today, it's all about the people. Remember that. It's all, it's never about the missionary. Never, never has been, never will be. It's the purpose that God sends them on. God will never send you to be defeated. To fail. That's not God's business. He has a purpose. And in, purpose in, in your pastor coming to this town and beginning this church. Purpose for Glenn, though he can't speak well. <laughs> he has a purpose. God has a purpose for him and sends him to Mexico, not for Glenn, but for the people that will go there to help so it's all about the people. Moses would have all kinds of difficulties. Especially, he was 80 years old when God sent him. He'd already had two long lives. 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the desert. Now he's 80 I'm older than Moses. 80 years old and God said, I'm sending you to Egypt. Bring, not take, not send, bring. You bring them with you, bring my people out of Egypt. If God sends you somewhere and you have a difficulty, don't throw your hands up and quit. I was sharing with pastor If I go a little bit longer, we're okay, right? (laughs) I was sharing with Pastor today. Years ago, I had two men, two brothers from Louisiana. They were going to be my backers. So they had all kind of literature printed up, helps to Mexico ministers. I thought, God, that's good. And so they take off to go to Mexico. I'm not there. They take off to go to Mexico, and when they got to Laredo, they had a blowout. God's speaking to us. That's a sign that we shouldn't go into Mexico. (laughs) Well, they didn't make it as helps to Mexico, I promise you that. Missionaries have difficulties, trials, pressures, financial burden, pain in their bodies, I had to have help coming up here right now because I had a stroke and continue to have strokes. But I haven't quit and won't quit because God sent me. God sent me to Mexico. And how can I lay it down until my boss, my boss said, okay, come on home. So remember that. So even though Moses had all kinds of... I used to preach about Moses. All of the problems he had, I would have killed half the people if I had been there. <laughs> In fact, one time God said, I'll, I'll just destroy them and raise up a, a, a new people for you. Well, I was a pastor 16 years, and I thought from time to time, hold on, God. I don't want you to kill my congregation, but if you let me select just a handful, <laughs> uh-huh, Pastor, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, there's not a bad one in this church. I can promise you that. And do it around me, thirty-three and verse three. Five words for, for these uh, Caleb's and Joshua's. Five words. Moses said. First, he said, I'm 120 years old. I might catch up with him. He said, I no longer can come in and go out. I understand that. But in this verse, he said, five words. Indeed, God loves the people. Think of all the times that God could have destroyed them. All the time, they said, why are you bring us out here, Moses? We, we, we're better off eating, eating onions and garlic in Egypt and being a slave. But yet God loved the people. You see, it was never about Moses. Never was it about Moses. It was always about the people. That's the message today. It's not about that man pastoring you or this missionary or that guy that's learning to speak good. It's never. It's all about you, the people. They were sit here for you, the people. Thank God. God loves the people. God sends Jonah. Again, I'm telling you about the mistakes that I don't want uh, Caleb and, and, and any of the, these young men messing up. God sent Jonah. I preached about that forever. God sent him to Nineveh. He went down to Joppa. He went down to the ship. He went down in the ship, he went down in the ocean, he went down in the belly of the whale. I thought, my goodness, that's a good message. But it was a bad message. It was never about Jonah, it was never about Jonah. It was always about 120,000 Ninevites that couldn't, didn't know that right hand from the left hand. Now, Jonah completed his mission. He did. He did go and he did preach, but he never got to enjoy at all. He never, he never got to, to hear the words that you spoke over, over my ministry, ever. He was never happy. He was never because it wasn't about him. It was about the Ninevites. It's always about the people. Another one that I made a lot of mistakes on, Joseph. How many times did I preach on Joseph? I'd be a stack of notes like that. 17 years old, sold by his family into slavery in Egypt. Pitiful. They took his tunic and they put an animals' blood on it and sent it back to his dad. And there's that poor dad thinking the animals just tore her bo- his boy up. You know the troubles that that young man went through. He was, when he was 30 years old, they finally put him, Pharaoh brought him up and, and gave him charge of all of Israel, uh, all of Egypt. But it was never about Joseph. When the, when his family finally came into Egypt, and finally when he was able to be with them eye to eye, and he said, I am Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Can you imagine how the family felt, how he, he wept so loud that the Egyptians heard him, the pharaohs heard him crying. And he looked at his brothers and he said, don't feel bad, don't be grieved, don't be hurt. I, you did sell me into slavery, you did that. But God sent me, that's the word, God sent me to preserve life. He was the key to all of the success, food and everything. What knowledge that God put in his head was what saved the people, both the Israelites and the Egyptians. You see, it's never about The missionary, it's always about the people. I hear missionaries uh, explain how great they are. That song's How Great Thou Art, I think some of them think that was written for them. (laughs) How great I am. Mister, it was never about you to begin with. It was never about Billy Graham to begin with. One of the greatest men ever to preach the gospel. I have so much respect for him and his family. But it wasn't about them. It was about Billy Graham standing there behind that podium and giving an invitation and thousands coming down out of the stadium to accept Jesus Christ. It was always about the people. There's a group in Lafayette, Louisiana, I I have to mention. I hope you send send this out on Facebook or whatever they call this stuff. (laughs) I have a friend that says, you need to go see Jerome Smith. He's a dentist. And he doesn't charge preachers. Right on, (laughs) I will go see him. That was 30 years ago. He never charged me one dime. But the greater part of that, he came immediately to Mexico. I had a headquarters built near Acapulco. He and another dentist came, worked in a Sunday school room, no dental chair, nothing, worked in a in, a, in a, a regular chair, two years. And then God helped us. We built a beautiful, beautiful facility. And so when he came back, he brought a team, 30 medical people from Lafayette, came down, doctors, dentists, nurses, helpers, and anesthesiologist, plastic surgeons all came down every year, year after year after year. What a tremendous blessing! When they would come, there would be hundreds of people waiting that spent the entire night sleeping on the porch of the clinic or on the ground around the clinic hundreds and hundreds kids with cleft palates there was one young girl i i was in, in the town and never knew her for 20 years and so they said we we want you to go and meet this young girl in her early 20s i go and her, she has her face covered both both hands, because she was horrible looking. I mean, absolutely terrible. Never would leave the house, never seen in the public. They pried the hands away for me to take a picture to send it back to Louisiana to the surgeon, plastic surgeon. He said, I can help. They did about three or four different surgeries year after year. Now she walks the streets of our town thinking she's Miss Mexico. (laughs) You see, all of those great doctors, dentists, anesthesiologists, all of those great people, it was not about them at all. It's about the people that they helped the hundreds and thousands of people that they've helped for 30 years. God loves the people. Take for God loves you. You You cannot imagine how much he loves you because you're the people and life is all about the people. I knew another man. He wasn't much of a man, but it was a man. He wasn't a great pastor, but he was a pastor. And one day, God changed his ministry. And he called that pastor, and he sent that pastor to Mexico. But he did not send one person with him to help him. I had no Glenn Prison. I had no, no Eagle Height Church. I was totally alone. I'm the man that I'm telling you about that past. I was totally, totally alone. Except God never was very far from me. Today, our work reaches from the Texas Mexico border. All the way south, as far as you can go in Mexico, to the Belize border with Mexico. From the Gulf of Mexico, Veracruz, places that you've flown into, all the way to the Acapulco side. That's because God loved the people. It wasn't the man that He sent at all, it was the people. It's the the thousands upon thousands of people always. See, I love that group that you bring down, Glenn. I do. I understand most of them. I love you boys. Your dad did a good job raising you. But it's never been about you at all. Sorry, I can't give you any credit. It's not about you. It's about those little people. Worshiping under tarpaulin. 100 plus people. When it rained, the tarpaulin would sag and then just pour out on the people. And four of you, four of you came down. And we built a beautiful church. No, it doesn't have a tarp. It's so beautiful, we tiled every single inch of that church. Thank you, man. Thank you to the Ford that was with us. In the same year, we went back up to the mountain. Four hours up into the mountains, we traveled. Little church congregation. They had some poles sticking up that they put in the ground. And a, some tin, old tin. Laying on the top of it, and so your you, your men went there, brought little tents, sleeping bags, air mattresses, but they couldn't use them because the people outside were singing and worshiping because they were going to get a brand new church. It was never about you guys. It's about that little group. They didn't even know us, never heard of us. But day after day, they called on the Father. And like the people of of Israel in Egypt, God heard them. And God sent you. And you built that church. You got to go right back there next year for the back end of that mountain to do it again. It's all about the people. I think I've got about another half an hour, I think. think. (laughs) I'm not belittling Jesus. Do not think I honor Jesus, I love him. Because of him, I am who I am. I am saved. I will be in heaven because of Jesus. So much that he went through, so much pain and agony. In the garden of Gethsemane, crying out like big drops of blood falling from his body, the sweat, the tears. He said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus himself said, My father loves me because I lay my life down. No man takes my life. I lay it down. And the reason he did that is because of the love that the Father had for the people. He so loved the world, eight billion people in the world, and he loves every last one of them. He loves the sinner. It's not about Jesus. It's about the people that God loves. And his son was so willing to lay his life down I'll finish here after a while. What time is that fish going to (laughs) be? Jesus said, you believe in the Father? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places. If it wasn't true, I would have told you. Eagle Heights, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. For you and you and you and you and every you in this house, Jesus has gone to prepare a place for you. And he said, if I go, I'll come again. I'll receive you, Eagle Heights. I will receive every one of you to myself, that where I am, there you may be forever and always. He did that because of you, the people. You're the heart of God. Isaiah said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. To take good news to the afflicted, bind up the broken-hearted. You have heartaches, you have hurts, you have problems so big you think they're insurmountable. They're not. They're not. With God, He said. Jesus said, "I want you to be with Me." Where I am, there you may be also. Great message from the heart of, it, of, it, of uh, the prophet. I probably will not take over another half an hour. But this is what I said. To you, Eagle Heights. I'm not preaching to anybody else. Only to you. This is what Isaiah said. The Lord says. The Lord says. Come. And let's reason together. Come. It takes two or more to reason. He said come and let's talk it over. Eagle Heights. Come and let's talk it over. You have problems with your wife and you want to separate her? Come. Tell me about it. You want to kill your husband? Don't do it. Come. This is what Isaiah said. God said, come, let's sit down. Can you imagine you sitting down with God and saying, okay, tell me, how did this happen? I got started on drugs. Okay, go on. I I committed bank robbery. Okay, go on. I killed five people. Go on. God said, let's reason together. And then God tells you his reasoning. He said, though your sins be as scarlet. Though they're so red with, 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 with death and hurt and pain, though your sins be as scarlet. Let's make them as white as snow. Though they be like crimson, they will be as wool, white, soft, and pure. That's what, it's all about you. Eagle Heights, it's all about you. Everything this morning is about you. It doesn't matter what sin you've committed. It doesn't matter how deep in sin you are come. Talk it over with God. Pastor, I want you to come. You understand what he's saying? He said, come. Let you not talk it over. You see, God knows secrets and he shared one-on-one with you because it's all about you. It's about this man right here. I love you, Pastor.
3: What a word from the Lord today. I just think we all need to stand to our feet. And why don't we just... Why don't we just pretend this platform, this area right here in front, this altar area is a tent of meeting. And Pastor Larry talked about meeting God face to face. Whatever your need is today, whatever your prayer is, or maybe you just... Would say, you know, there's nothing really going on in my life. I don't feel any burden for any sin in my life. But I want to be used of God. I want to be one of those men or those women that God can tap on the shoulder and say, "I need you to touch the people and dedicate yourself to the Lord today." So, whether you need to reason out some sin in your life, I want you to come. Uh, Team, you come up. We need you. Absolute. That'd be wonderful. So Pastor Larry said he's going to sit in this chair. And if anyone wants prayer, what a blessing from the Lord. He'll pray for you today. And I'm going to make sure he prays for me today. So guys, I just want you to play. I to should have just got a piano up. But just y'all just play something softly today. And let's do business with the Lord. And let's, let's make this a tabernacle of meeting where Moses met with God face to face. Whatever the need of your heart is. Whatever the sin might be, or maybe you need you need salvation today. You come, and as Pastor Larry quoted from Isaiah, though your sins be as scarlet, they should be white as snow. Maybe, maybe you're in this room, and we do it, I do it, we all do it, and all of a sudden our world becomes about us, and our home, and our marriage. It's, it's, it's all about us. Today, you recognize that, in your selfishness and self-centeredness. I get there, you get there, we all get there. Let's all repent before the Lord because it's not about you and your happiness in the family and your wife treating you the way you think she needs to treat you. It's all about you serving her and laying down your life for her as Jesus laid down his life for the church. So you come and rebuke selfishness in your life. Repent of selfishness, selfishness in your life and let's all say, God, where do you need to use me? Help me, Lord, at the workplace, at school. Maybe it's to go build a church in Mexico. I don't know what it is. But I want to lay my life down, lose my life, so that I can find it and serve you with all of my heart. In Jesus' name we ask it. And so you come. You come before the Lord right now. They're playing just as I am, that old Billy Graham favorite. Amen. Thank you for the man of God today, Lord. And for every day for the rest of his life, Father, I pray for joy and peace and strength, Father God, that he would be more effective, Lord God, up to his moment of dying, Lord God, than the rest of his ministry, Father. And our insecurities cause us to focus on ourselves, Father God. Deliver us from our fears, let us know how connected we are with you, Lord, so that we can minister to others, Lord, and bless others, Father God, rather than waiting on them to bless us. Help us, Lord Jesus.
1: Just as I am, though tossed about, with many
3: a If the Lord has spoken to your heart, if the Lord has spoken to your heart, and you want to be saved today, and you want to give your life to Jesus, it's very simple. Just right now, call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. That's what God said. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. For the one that comes to him, he will in no wise cast out. Call upon Jesus right now. Tell him how sorry you are for your sin. Ask him to forgive you of every sin and he surely will. He'll make you white as snow. Call upon the name of the Lord. everyone in the building done exactly what the holy spirit has led you to do raise your hand right now if you feel like i've laid it down i've obeyed the lord jesus christ if you can't raise your hand in full assurance don't leave this building do business with jesus do business with jesus as he is speaking to our hearts today amen if you need to talk with me after the service, I'll be more than happy to do that. Pastor Larry, I'm sure, will as well. But here's what I want to do. If we're done doing business with the Lord, and that's going to continue into the next hours and days, and maybe even weeks ahead, as the Lord is working in our heart. But I'm asked Pastor Larry to do this for us as a congregation. I'm going to dismiss us in just a moment. But if you would like, Pastor Larry, just to lay his hand upon you as you're exiting the building or going to the fish fry, if you're 50 or, or, or older, I'm going to ask Pastor Larry, Brother Glenn's going to help him stand up. And you're going to go by and he's not going to have time to pray individually for you. But I want him to lay his hands on me. Amen. Just to lay a hand on me and go on and keep walking. Amen. And so as we do that today, as we honor this man of God, and I pray we see many, many more times in Eagle Heights. But if this was the last time, I want the anointing, the blessing of God that's on his life. I want it to touch me. Amen. I want all my hair to fall out the rest of it today as he lays his hands upon me. And so we'll exit out the building today for the fish fry. And so God bless you. If you're just a visitor today, you didn't know about a fish fry and you're 50 years or older, you are more than welcome to stay with us. God bless you. Yes, I'm going to bless the meal as we go. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this love feast, God, that's ours to enjoy today. Bless every individual under the sound of my voice. God, you are so good to us. Can I get a hand clap of praise right right there? God, you are so good to to us. Thank you for the meal and the hands that prepared. it. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And all God's people said, Amen. God bless you. You are dismissed.